Welcome to the Kill Your Internet Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 56 of the Kill Your Internet Podcast presented by High Brew Coffee. With you today, as always, is your boy Colin. With me today is Mr. Ken Bianco. Kenny, how are we doing today? We're doing good. And to my right, we have the Lord, Mr. Roche Malone, Eric Burke. Eric, how are we doing today, buddy? So, so we're in a we're in a different studio setup today. We're trying something a little bit different. Pro it up a little bit. I don't know. We'll see what sticks. I feel like we just keep trying different things until we find something that really works. As with most ventures, we, as with most, yeah, yes. I, I guess, I guess, by so. the seats of our pants. Is I will the, tell you right now, slogan <laughs> yeah. are the same. Flying by the seats of our shirt. <laughs> today is going to get contentious. Me and Eric have it out for each other already. You have it out for me, motherfucker. I don't have it out for you. <laughs> yeah, but you're water. <laughs> I'm throwing all focus. I hope there's a fight, fist fight. Uh, me too. Can't I promise. <laughs> Cousin brawl. We got yeah. the new. We got the new camera and the new background. It's just covered in blood. By the yeah. <laughs> it'll be like a WWF. Like listen, bro. Hardcore match with them. There's, there's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Use that whiteboard behind Eric. There's gonna. There's Ooh. gonna be. Listen, buddy. If I get to get a hold of you, there's gonna be two hits. Me hitting you and Kid Rock's bow with the ball playing in the background. <laughs> this cane comes through the yeah. glass. Show someone. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> uh, yeah, so guys, is there anything going on tomorrow? Any, anything important going on tomorrow? I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Can anything? No sports. Yeah, nothing no, no, nothing really. No. Incessant text messages about for the past 18 Oh, my Lord. Dude, hours. I have gotten a voter update every single day in the mail, and it's this big, like almost like Manila envelope looking thing, and it literally just says, and like four, like it just says, did you vote? That's all it says. Not even election day yet. It's not how even are we not supposed to, How are you not supposed to think that that's anthrax? <laughs> 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 Look, tomorrow's the election. Uh, I haven't voted yet. Did you vote yet? No, nah, I'll vote tomorrow. Did you vote yet? Nah, I forgot about my mail-in, so. I don't trust the mail-in, personally. I, I, yeah. I, I really am skeptical of the whole mail-in situation, so I want to go and... I, I'm weird, though. I like a hard copy of things. Like, I'm like an old man. Like, I just like... I want to go and do it in the machine, and I know it's good to go. Yeah, it comes down to... Do you trust the U.S. Postal Service or do you trust the little gnome inside the machine that counts your vote? Well, I so trust the gnome, the bro. Gnome, of course. Yeah, of course the gnome. <laughs> the gnome knows. I'm well, a gnome guy. <laughs> look, this is this is what I'm going to say about because the reason I wanted to do an episode with us three and it's just us today. There's no interviews. I want we're cool. A long meandering episode for people waiting in line tomorrow while they're going to vote. Give them something Ooh. to listen to. That is what. That's why I wanted to do it this way. Um, I, I think it's necessary to talk about this because it's the fucking election. It's the future of the country. I am so excited for this to be over. Yeah, I, 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 it's just, there is so much. I had somebody call me the other day. It was Trace. And uh, he was like, <laughs> how are you? And I was like, dude, honestly, there is just so much shit going on in the world right now. Like, I can't, I can't there, there's like, every between the stimulus talks, the election, the fucking campaign rallies every day. I got to listen to Trump go on stage and say things that are blatantly not true. Dude. And look, I'm not here. The one thing I don't want to do is tell people how to vote, which is I think is like the most ignorant thing. On like I hate. Well, yeah, yeah. I love people who have any semblance of celebrity, like or like a platform where like you like vote for this. Like I don't want to tell people how to vote. Well, but yeah, you're if you're an adult, you should be able to make up your mind. You're an adult. Also, <laughs> if I be told what to do. you've been being trained for that for 18 years. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I ever influence somebody, like if I am your reason why you voted for somebody. You did not vote for the right reason because I have no fucking standing in this whatsoever. What I will say is I think the American people are absolutely exhausted. I Mentally, I'm fucking exhausted with all this shit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, between that, there's so much social strife. There's such economic strife. There's just lies left and right. I don't even want to listen to anything anymore. Not only that, there's like 80,000 sources of news now. 
plus Twitter. I just, I'm excited for it to be over, but the one fear that I do have is it's not even close to being over. Because I think how no matter mean. no matter <laughs> how you mean, no matter what happens tomorrow, it's going to be contested. Trump already says he's got lawyers on the way. Like he's got lawyers. Like I guarantee this is what I'm predicting. Because this is the funny thing. It comes out tomorrow, so I guess this will be like while you're listening. Like national crisis will be going on. I think he's going to wind up losing and then contesting it. It's going to drag on for weeks. He's going to be. He's already set the stage to say. Um. The only way we lose is by massive fraud. He's already put that in the minds of the American people. So, like, that's where he's going. Yeah, can you please pass him my phone real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Snooze that, please. Like the office. And oh, there appears to be the a reason, bird in the room. The, re- <laughs> the, reason why, the reason why I have that alarm set is from Nashville because I took a slight, a quick nap, and I, I never even wound up taking a nap, so that alarm's been off for, like... So you've just been taking naps <laughs> every day. past month? I can't wake nap. up every day in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm again. Groundhog Day. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think... We're all just fucking exhausted from this. I think it is extremely important to go out and vote because it's our. We are a country. We're lucky enough to get to do it. If you, people died for that shit. If they you did go to the polls tomorrow, you know how every time you go to the polls and you vote in person, there's yep. those um, volunteers out there for each party that hand out pamphlets. Oh, oh yeah, right yeah. Just look in the eye, and be like, wow, you know what? I wasn't sure who I was going to vote for until you, you handed changed me my mind. this pamphlet. Yeah. yeah, you got to be kidding. Like the the amount of like deforestation that that co- that yeah, that's an environmental that. disaster. I mean, just all I'm saying is everybody made. I think most people made up their minds a long time ago who they were going to vote for. Yeah, I don't think you can sway a Trump voter to vote for Biden, and you're not you're not swaying a Biden voter to vote for Trump. All I know is. I'm fucking tired of the conversations with my family. I don't want to have. I'm yeah. <laughs> tired. I I just I want to get it done, and let's move forward because right now, all the bickering, all the like, I'm ready for the government to do their fucking job. Yep. Like the one thing I've learned in this entire experience of the pandemic, and especially like recently, I don't trust anybody in the government right now because I like first off I don't think the stimulus happened because I think both parties were trying to use it politically, and that fucks so many people, including the music industry, because the Save Our Stages Act is in there waiting. So you know how many people are going to lose their fucking livelihoods while they're dicking around with an election? Corny. It is corny. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not out here to try and tell people what to do. Just get out and fucking vote. Do your duty. And let's move the fuck on. And if it's contested, I think we should go back to the olden days where if it's <laughs> contested, <laughs> yes. Dude. <laughs> with old-timey just, pistols. Yeah, they should just, they, nah, they I'm should pretty just, sure Joe Biden did that. <laughs> they, should just, <laughs> they should just fight on top of the Space Needle with those Q-tips from Jim Carrey. Yeah, oh, like <laughs> American Gladiators. Just imagine yeah, yeah. if like the press got footage of like, Trump in behind like the White House like with like a couple beer cans. <laughs> <laughs> What the you know what I find shopping. hilarious in this it's whole like thing? Another bystander. Like, <laughs> you know what I find hilarious in this whole thing too? I love how Trump makes fun of Biden for being old, and they're like two years apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, my like, man's like seventy-four. Yeah, they're both old as fuck. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't know how we got stuck in this situation with these choices again, but I made my mind up a long time ago about one of them, and I, I'm sticking to it. I'm gonna make my vote tomorrow. And uh, all I'm going to say is I'm looking forward to a change. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I, I think I think the country needs it dearly. Good yep. reason to drink on a Tuesday too. That's a, that Vin Diesel said it very, very, very well. Oh yeah, brother. Who's Who out? goes out on a Thursday? Is it Thursday night? Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Look, see, Vin Diesel knew the whole time. Um, <laughs> other than that, dude, I don't. There was another thing before we get into segments. I want to talk about. I am like in like we've been having this conversation like about writing a new album and all this. And uh, like oh, be- yeah. being in the creative space right now, I'm in a fucking zone right now. 
Like I like I wanted to kind of talk about like that like the difference between like your drought moments and your like creative moments. Yeah, tell us what that's like. Well, no, I'm interested. <laughs> because do you do you have that? Like, do you do you deal with that too? Like, no, I don't write songs. But it's not just about that. It's about ideas, like, concepts. Yeah, ideas, like concepts. Yeah, like, I mean, falling in and out of love with what you're not falling in and out of love, but losing everyday interest. And then when you're just in a hot streak and all you want to do is make music. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's like crests and. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, peaks and valleys. Yeah, exactly. The, That's as with anything, right? Well, like, the peaks and valleys thing with me goes with... you got to find the consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the peaks and valleys thing goes with me for the actual process of writing songs. And when I'm in that space, like, it's so odd. Like, I, 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 I think I told you guys, I've been, like, journaling every day when I wake up to get ideas for songs throughout the day. And it's been so fruitful. Like, that, that Dropbox folder has, like, over 20 songs in it right now. But, like, when I do this journaling where i wake up and i just write down what i'm feeling like kind of thoughts for the day it gives me such fuel to do it and i wonder why i haven't done that before and if i'll continue to do it in the future but right now i'm just just learned how to write (laughs) no like it's it's just like i i you know where i actually got this from the idea matthew mcconaughey from that part of my take interview i didn't listen to that you didn't listen to that unbelievable but he's been keeping a journal for the last 34 years holy shit and he goes back in moments when he's like creatively in a drought and he reads what he was writing down one more year than the life of Christ. Damn. Matthew McConaughey's been journaling for a long ass time. That is really a wild Almost thought, 2, though. Years. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. Thank you. That was good. I like that. But no, I, I, I'm just like, I'm even like listening to different things now. Like, I, I'm listening to things to get inspired. And I'll get into that in my what the fuck I've been listening to segment. Like, yeah. But like, I just wanted to know from your perspective, like, do you go through those peaks and valleys, like, in the creative process? Yeah, of course. Depends, like, I don't know. I'm, like, passive with that shit, like, most of the time. Like, I have to really, like, I have to think of, if I'm going to be spurred to go try to, like, hammer something out, Yeah, it has to be, like, there's no fucking way I can ignore this. Like, I'm not, like, I think it's You shit, have to get it out of I, you. I th- yeah, and, like, I think it's shit all the time. I'm, like, damn, that'd be pretty cool. And I just, like, don't continue <laughs> playing Skyrim. <laughs> you know, or, well, like, I'll be like, I just, like, don't have it. Like, I can't reach my guitar. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. The like, bong's yeah. in the way. <laughs> like, oh, I'll grab this first. Stuff will, yeah, exactly. like, come to you, and you're like, oh, that could be something. But yeah. I'm like, I'm going to forget it. Yeah. I should probably put it somewhere. You guys should like, try. Yo, if you're ever feeling that, voice memos is one of the greatest inventions in the history yeah, of the yeah. world. And yeah, and but like, then, like, I do it with my voice. I'm like, you sound like a fucking idiot. This is <laughs> yeah, trash. I've done that a couple times. Like, I... The thing that happens to me, like, is that usually, like, I think of an intro or something. Yeah. And then, like, I either, like, overcomplicate how it should unfold, or I don't, simply don't have, like, the instruments available at my mm. disposal to yeah. kind of, like, get make, the idea make it out. Happen. It's so just the bad I, timing, I guess. Yeah. And I just, like, <laughs> don't do it. It's not that That's I don't care enough. I just, like, don't. <laughs> what I did with something's going on was that riff, I had it enough where I kept playing it that yeah. I just. It kind of got, in, it got ingrained times, right? where yeah. it wasn't going to go away. Yeah. And then I, the, I the thing for yeah. me, though, is like when I'm in this space, like it changes everything else in my life, too. Like it flips my mood in a certain perspective. Like yeah. I get I get much more. Yeah, it's uh, like when you're working or not. Right? 100%. But it, it's weird. It's like almost like everything I take in a more emotional way. Like it, like I, I take everything as like, oh, what could that mean? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm like constantly searching for things when I'm in this mood. And I don't know why, like, I, I guess with everything that's going on and I, we brought up the election and, and everything going on stimulus-wise and, like, the, like, everything is just weighing on me right now and I've got fuel. And it's weird because usually I don't know what I'm writing about until much later on. Mm-hmm. But right now I know exactly about everything that I'm, what I'm writing about is. 
and it's about loss of control. And I think that's like really what I'm feeling right now is like so out of control with everything that's going on, and it's reflecting in my writing. And it's just like it's a different phase for me right now, and I'm excited. I just want to like kind of like I never check in on you guys with that kind of shit. So, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. I guess this ends a chapter of your life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uppers, downers. It's the next logical step. Uh, yeah. So. Let's go into our segments today. Let's start out with the wildest shit that we've seen on the internet. I got two political things, but I'm going to start with uh, a thing that me and Ken were actually bitching about on Twitter today. Ken, let's talk oh, about the Spotify deal. <laughs> let's yeah. talk about the Spotify oh, yeah, deal. I'm to hear about this. So basically what came out today was that uh, Newsweek, pr- I think it was Newsweek, right? It was Newsweek News- or some other. I think multiple outlets probably yeah, started reporting uh, on it. It was an article that came out that said basically Spotify is kicking around a new idea. What they're going to do is give you the option about whether or not you want to get paid less per stream, but they will tweak the algorithm to make your stuff more algorithmically active. Which, by the way, I thought that that wasn't possible. I thought that the algorithm was a passive thing to where they just have a system set up and your shit works to there in a certain perspective. Apparently, they control that shit. Dude, that's like a couple characters off the blockchain, probably. That's insane. So what they're going to do, it's basically Ken tweeted it out, payola, Basically, what they're going to say is, we're going to take away the little bit of money that we do give artists and give you the option for exposure. It's the oldest joke in the book. Uh, No, we can't pay you for this gig, but you'll get a lot of exposure for it. Are you kidding me? Like, just as far as a PR thing, I guess Spotify has so much fucking power at this point that they don't really care about what PR looks like. But my God, how tone deaf are you? Especially in an environment where musicians are barely scraping by as it is. Yeah, you've now made pay to play. For the live shows, yeah. but now it's pay to play for your streaming. And which radio's is now, always been pay to play. Yeah, it's insane to me. Yeah, dude, that is like because Eric's finding this information out right now. Yeah, so my knee jerk reaction to that is to reach for the nearest flammable thing, <laughs> and <laughs> ignite it. It no, just no, that is fucking like. Dude, fucking scummy. Like, is there anybody? Yeah, is so there? Gross. My like, thing is, is, does anybody think that's a good idea? Like, what? But yeah, Spotify. What? Who at Spotify was sitting around a table and being like, "This will go over great. This will be a great no, idea." They don't, they don't give a fuck. That's bro. the amazing thing. They really don't give a shit. If yeah. I'm Apple Music, because I think the only ones that can do something is Apple, because they have so much money at Apple yeah. that their streaming yeah, is just a percent now. of yeah. what they make. So if they oh, came out yeah. and just did great rates for artists, wow. you could see. I think catalogs get pulled and go exclusively yeah. on Apple. Yeah. Spotify grosses me out at this point. And uh, watch our algorithm shit just like kicks out tomorrow. It's <laughs> like, you hear what you said. My oh my God, I love it. <laughs> Spotify, I love you robots. Uh, yeah. No, but my thing is, it's been ba- it's been basically pay for play the whole time since the the labels bailed out Spotify. They have The thing is that these like major conglomerates have an active hand in the playlisting. So to all the artists out you, there, who you, are, say, you mean like Atlantic and shit? Like? I'm saying there's three major ones, and I, I it's like Warner, uh, it's like it's like UMG, Warner, uh, so EMI like, if yeah. EMI is still a thing, Sony. They're all under the same umbrella basically. But what happened was when Spotify was going out of business, or they were having financial trouble, the 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 company said, okay, give us a stake in your company, we'll help back you, but we get spots on these playlists, we get to basically help curate what you're doing. Basically. Spotify became a gatekeeper. It became a gatekeeper, but it, well, it's the same thing as radio. You think radio, people don't understand that radio is not free. Radio is not like a chance thing. Where some, we've had a lot of radio like this, but I'm saying in most cases, it's pay to play. We've also had radio promoters. We've also spent dough on radio promoters and radio conferences. Yeah. Be, like Now Spotify is getting monetized too, so it's like, 
kids, just make sure you know what you're doing and do your research into what the fuck is going on in the business that you work in. Because if you don't yeah. know, you're going to be wildly disappointed when things don't work out. Dude, the disparity between the rich and the rest of us, man. But the thing is, we found ways around some of it. <clears throat> or not ways around it, well, but we, we've learned different ways and a lot of perspectives for things. I think we're yeah, trying to find ways around it. You can do so much, so. right? Like, well, yeah, I, I'm proud of, there's like... There's no way you can't be on it. Right, exactly. Well, you have to do your job. Yeah, they so got we, you at the end of the day. All I'm saying here is that article coming out just send red flags to everybody and say, how the fuck is this human? We can't let this happen. Like, yeah. government re- government regulation has to come in at some point, maybe. Like, well, step in. Copyright yeah. laws on the books have... They're still from, like, the... Early 20th century? Yeah, the whole thing's changed. outdated. They gotta the whole thing's outdated. It's from when they were selling, like, 45s hours, and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have phonographs. A whole different can of worms. A yeah. whole different can of worms. Uh, let's move from Spotify. Uh, we'll start out with the political stuff, and this is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Rick cool. Scott, who is a state senator in Florida. By the way, just looked up his net worth, 220 mil. I don't know what the fuck he's doing down there. Uh, he was campaigning for NASCAR. Trump. <laughs> he was uh, Rick Scott's a great college basketball coach name. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? Completely or it's agree. always going to be a great racer. He's like John Calipari's defensive assistant coach. <laughs> Rick Scott. Rick Scott. Rick Scott's the guy who gets in trouble for funneling money through Adidas. Yeah. He's going to get. <laughs> he's the scapegoat. Yeah. Coach he's like going to get. He's looking Maryland. at a nice uh, promotion to a head coaching job. Yeah, at a lower class division. I was just going to say like Dayton, like Auburn, Creighton, yeah. Some, Creighton. Some yeah. Oh, he's a gr- he's a great <laughs> yeah. like uh like uh whack conference yeah. coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So Rick Scott, who is a state senator in Florida. Uh, was in Miami with Marco Rubio doing a campaign stop for Trump. And uh, to appeal to the largely Latino audience, Rick Scott, who is basically whiter than milk, goes up on stage and tries to say something in Spanish. But he was trending on Twitter this morning along with the name Peggy Hill because it literally (laughs) came out in the most uneloquent way. He was... I'm going to do the Peggy... Ineloquent. Which is a... a, uh, Double entendre there. Ooh, shit. Ooh. Look at that. Yeah, let's fucking go. Double entendre. Uh, and he, <laughs> it just came out so, like, horribly not authentic. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Hola, friends. It was basically like that. Like, yeah, he's taking it was, the Spanish final in high school, and he has to, like, have oh, a yeah, conversation. Oh, co- <laughs> yeah. The teacher's like, he's oh. like, Feliz cumpleaños. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was so bad. It was so cringeworthy, but people yeah. were editing it. There's like episodes of King of the Hill for those of you who aren't familiar, where Peggy Hill, Hank Hill's wife, is a substitute Spanish teacher, but she can't speak Spanish. Yo, solamente. Four <laughs> K. Yo, me amo Peggy Hill. Oh yeah! And I literally tweeted. I tweet. That was one of my hottest Twitter moments of all time. I just tweeted the video and wrote me amo s Peggy Hill, and fucking. It was so bad. Like Fourteen people like that. I just yeah. I wish I could have been in the crowd and it was just like dead silent, like just fucking crickets. And he's like, "Sheer <laughs> fart." <laughs> he's just over there tugging on his shirt, like, "Oh my god, yeah, this did not go over like, the way I wanted me. to." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I really apologize for that. <laughs> my campaign manager. Like, I'm sure Marco Rubio, <laughs> the one that can actually speak fluent Spanish, yeah. is probably like, "You know what, Marco." I got this one. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> Hold my cerveza. <laughs> they just yank him off stage with like a fucking shepherd's crook. Hold my tequila. <laughs> He's like, dude, it's 11 in the morning. It's 11 in the morning, bro. And that was fucking atrocious. Now on the other side of the aisle, uh, Lady Gaga's getting roasted online. This is one of the things I'm most excited about for the election being over, and it's so celebrities can stop fucking telling me what to do. <laughs> yeah. like, did you see the video that a couple, like it was like two weeks ago, for some reason, all these like, actors and actresses 
did this Instagram video. It was kind of like that Imagine video when like all That's the what I thought you were gonna say, mad actually. poor people are dying and it's like Gal Gadot singing into a camera and like everybody's like, "Yo, shut the fuck up!" Yeah, bro. Literally, exactly what happened was. It was a bunch of like Sarah Silverman and like Mark Ruffalo and all these people were like shirtless, like Sarah Silverman's holding her boobs like this. Like I oh, had like no yeah. no idea why these people are naked. Send me that drone. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but what happens in the end is Lady Gaga does this separate video where for some reason she's in full camo, standing next to a truck with like a bush light in her hand and is like <laughs> telling people to vote. And I couldn't tell if it was satire. Like she was making fun of like people who vote for Trump like by a big truck and like camo. That's what but I she was just thought. but she's just like talking but there's no like southern accent. It's not like I can't tell what the it fuck she's going for. It would have been a shitty satire if that's what she was going for. It was it was horrible and <laughs> to just in total because I have no idea what the fuck she was going for. But she uh she at the end of the video she just crushes the beer in her hand and throws it on the ground and it ends. And I'm like what the Love fuck it. was that? How much did she chug the beer or None! was it she so just smooshed it, it with her hand. No, she so wasted she a beer. It prior to the shot. Much respect. I don't know what she was going for, but whatever it was, she failed miserably. You ever seen? Have you ever yeah. seen? Have you ever seen the uh, the Kanye interview? They they cut this up and put it online all the time. But he's like talking about. Uh, he's like, I I got all, I wanted to be the creative director at Apple, which looking at it makes no sense because I don't know anything about phones. He's like, Lady Gaga is the directive, uh, the creative director of Polaroid. I like some of them Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? <laughs> and in this moment, I literally out loud was just going like, "What the fuck does she know about like like politics? Like, what is this? Like, why? Who is like watching this shit?" As a Lady Gaga fan, is like, you know what? My cold heart of Trumpness has now been converted <laughs> over. She's to probably like a master's in poli sci from like NYU. Yeah, I'm an idiot over here. She just made this like. She's this gonna song be secretary. Deep. You don't get it. This song is very deep, dude. That is the funniest. That, th- that movie about is espionage. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Numb nuts. <laughs> the song "Shallow" is legitimately a deep critiqued veil of Trump <laughs> in the show. No, all right. So yeah, so that was the wildest shit that we've seen on the internet. I saw a lot more, but I just didn't want to cram everything that I could fucking get in there because everything on- everything online is on fire right now. So wait, real quick, did you guys see um, Daryl Morey roasted Howard Eskin? No, I nah, saw, but I didn't hear. So, yeah, by the way, shouts out to Daryl Morey. Shouts yeah, out. Sick. Apparently, sick. I love our staff. By the way, um, Howard Eskin said like, "Oh, now that you're a Philly, you have to say nice things about the players." And then like Eskin went on to rip Embiid and Simmons Ooh. about like Embiid not being a shape and Simmons not being able to shoot. And Morey just responds like, "Yeah, I don't think I want to say nice things about you." And just Ooh. like basically. I love Hell people yeah. dunking on Howard Eskin. Why is uh, Howard Eskin out there reporting about basketball? Why is Howard Eskin still have a job? I mean, uh, he, isn't, he, isn't he just like... He's a, just grandfathered into WIP. Name, five, I name only, five people who like Howard Eskin. Name five of Eskin's best no, no, albums. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, name five songs by Howard Eskin. Dude, this motherfucker's just out here with like a mink, like... Fucking oh yeah, on the sideline, yeah, just bitching like, about everything. They're like, so that's Howard. That's the only shit I ever seen it like hear him on anymore. Is the, we, the broadcast. We could be up forty-two radio, nothing, radio and they'd be like, "How we're gonna sideline with Howard?" And he'd be like, eh, "It's a real shit show down here, Merrill." Like I don't like I, I just I I don't I don't yeah, like. He's a fucking. Terrible. He um I think he asked the team to give him a Super Bowl ring when they won, so like he got a ring, but because he Are you kidding asked me? for one. What a smacked ass! If you don't get one, don't get that's one. Like yeah. the, oh. I want true, a ring too. If that's true. I I will like actively be more alert so that if I ever have the opportunity to punch him in the face, <laughs> I will. Let's invite up Howard. Come on the podcast and <laughs> yeah. start yeah, our. Own. Uh, <laughs> no, speak, <laughs> Wait, speaking of that though, 
Uh, speaking of Sixers, speaking of Eagles, we have Tyrone Johnson from 97.5 The Fanatic. Mikey Miss Show coming on next Tuesday. He'll be on next Tuesday. So I'm Let's fucking so excited for that. Big Tyrone guy. Yeah. I'm a big Mikey Miss yep. Show guy. I love Tyrone. I love Natalie. I love Mikey Miss. Love that midday. I love Gargano. I'm a 97.5 guy, if you can't tell by the uh, Howard Eskin hate. My name is Carlos Ruiz. I love Philadelphia. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll definitely be in a lot of Philly sports talk uh, next week. Uh, real quick, anybody want to say anything about the Birds game? Nah. Nah, yeah. I'm good. Wins another, win, an- but... Another W that feels they like They haven't no. done anything that is worth talking about, so... Yeah. I'm still a Carson guy. Me I'm too. Gonna, I'm going to say that. I will die on that hill. Yeah, same. It w- you know what's funny, though? I heard, I heard like, two people call in today and be like, he's just turning to Brett Barb. He's just turning to Brett Barb. He's gunslinger. I'll take that. Yeah, that's how we play. Dude, I, you got it, dude. At the end of the day, this is all right. I do want to say something about the fucking Eagles. This is <laughs> soapbox moment. At the end of the, yes, at the end of the fucking day, there are two things you have to remember. It's this is a lost season. <laughs> Can I help you? I don't even think it's a lost season. Said, there's two things you remember. My instant thought went to. There's two rules. <laughs> I'm number one. Rule <laughs> yeah, number two. Miss <laughs> <laughs> number two. What's rule three? <laughs> What do, what do you mean? You said there's three rules, and what's rule three? Come on, Ken, I'm trying to do my job. What's rule three? <laughs> All right, how about this? My face, your ass. How's that sound? I mean, <laughs> your ass, my face. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Rocky, no. <laughs> Stop, Rocky. All right, continue. So the two things about the Eagles. So, uh. <laughs> yes. David Spade, come on our podcast. Yo, I, I don't know if I want to. Well, now he's never going to well, come might, on. You should just delete that shit then. <laughs> Shout out to David Spade. Anyways, uh, coronavirus, lost season. Sure. This season. Unless we win the Super Bowl. Well, then season just, season found. Season found. Well, no, because look at it. Like, Jamie Collins, like, opted out. Jamie Collins is the best player oh, in New Dante, England. And Donta Hightower, too. That's what I'm thinking of. So, Donta Hightower just opted out because of COVID. Like, that's fine. But, th- like, that's, that's, that's fine that he did that. But New England's defense, shit. Okay, that's just one team. Like, yeah, that's just the thing that came. That's the first example that came into my mind. So any COVID-related shit like that that teams are affected by, like that's not gonna. Hopefully, that doesn't happen next year. Hasn't COVID, happened before. COVID's eight and zero this season. COVID, yeah, COVID's COVID undefeated. Has hijacked a lot of what you're seeing. Yeah, whether you realize it or want to believe it or not. Second thing, specifically related to the Eagles, the team is shit. Our team sucks. Yeah, it's time. It's time to get sucks. rid of the. It's time to get rid of the older guys. It's time to get rid of the older guys. But well, th- just regardless, there's of there's a couple positives though. Well, hold on, just hold on. Let Go me ahead, finish yeah. my point. The thank you. The um the the just this season, just put put the lens on this this season. Regardless of like you know things going forward, like age, like I agree with you, but the team is not good. So yeah, therefore, like it's only fucking logical for people in this city to be like well fuck Carson Wentz because he's a leader of the team yeah he's a leader he's like quarterbacks always in the spotlight like just have like one shred of awareness like he's your best he he, you could him or Darius Slay is our best player or Fletcher Cox there are three best players I agree our three best players. I think Fulgham's become a. Al- yeah, he's there's my positive. He's that, on the team next. He's that like was my positive yeah. point that we have young receivers that are actually playing well. Fulgham's we, a top well, ten wideout playing Fulg- this season. Fulgham has the most yards in the league since he's been he come in onto the team since week four. He's had the most yards. Swear to God, he has he has the most. The second most is George Kittle, who now is out for the next. And eight I think Rager's yeah. showing flashes. Rager Rager had a toddy yesterday. 
Yeah, yeah. John Hightower had a a 50-yard catch the week before. He stinks. But regardless, so what? Then you got two guys that you trust. I'd rather John Hightower's off the team. Greg Ward is like your fifth guy. I like Greg Ward. I think Greg Ward's a really good. I think as, you know, a fourth. Yeah, he's fourth fifth, right? Yeah, Yeah, so you need Olgum is in three wide receiver sets. Rager's your deep guy. On, yeah, he's yeah him. And, well, right now it's him and him and Rieger. Oh God, it stays healthy and can be productive. I think God. Well, yeah. I think I think Zach Ertz is going next year. I think that DJ's going next year. I hope for the love of God, Alshon's off the books. Yeah, he is. I think his and, deal's up. And then we might not have Jason Kelsey back next year. He's he considered retiring the last two years. That's the problem, man. Our offensive Our line. Offensive line. Yeah. Well, let's not spend any more time with the Eagles since we've basically come to the conclusion that stop criticizing Carson Wentz. There you go. Real quick, when people said Brett Favre with him, yeah. is it weird? My first like thought went to I was like, you know what? I can see that Carson Wentz will be doing Wrangler ads <laughs> at some point 100%. in his career. He doesn't oh, yeah. have. I don't with think like the hunting dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I don't think Carson <laughs> has the swag to do commercials. But Wrangler's not swag. No, Wrangler is that. like the. I agree. With you what ever you're seen saying. the one commercial he's done? With the dude, dude dancing. dancing. Yeah, he just... Like, he I hate that. He's not the funny, though. Unnatural. Like, Carson yeah. Wentz is the guy you get him in a field, like, throwing the pigskin oh, by yeah. a barn. like Murder a duck or two. Yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. he's on a cop field. Like, We're top that. of the food chain, cousin. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's move into what the fuck we've been listening to. I'll start, and then Ken, then Eric. Uh, remember what I was saying? I've been listening to some different shit to get ideas for, yeah. for the new record. Not your favorite Drake album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the last two days, I've been listening to the Dark Knight soundtrack. Nice, dude. Yeah, interesting. It's, uh, it's, uh, Hans Zimmer. Right? Hans Zimmer, yeah. yeah dude. So I, I, I was kind of like looking for ideas, and I saw the Dark Knight was on. I only caught the very end of it. I love the movie. And then there was a documentary that just came out about behind the scenes yeah. of the entire Dark Knight trilogy. Cool. I'm obsessed with Christopher Nolan. I think his movies are unbelievable. Yeah. I think Christian Bale's a great What's actor. What's his most recent film? Uh, he just did Tenet. Tenet. The that's one that's it, like yeah. half in reverse. Yeah. Sean Avery, former NHL hockey. Is he in it? Is in it. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, but so I went and I started listening to the Dark Knight soundtrack, and I I was running, and it just put me in this. It put me in the world. Put you in the mood to play crime. I did, yeah. So I've been lurking on top of buildings downtown, just trying to find the Joker. I was like, I saw two muggings <laughs> on my run. I did nothing to stop it. Uh, no, so I think yeah. like that's kind of like a goal always when you're creating an album is to kind of like put people in a place. And I always like I always yeah. say like down to the cover art. I want to like fucking. I want you to live in the world of the album. You want an yeah, immersive yeah. experience. Immersive experience. Yeah, and so, yeah. so now I've been going back and listening to soundtracks. And like mm-hmm. it reminded me of uh, in Parks and Rec when they're <laughs> they're in the car together and April's going through Ben's CDs and he just has a bunch of soundtracks. <laughs> soundtrack. And he's like, it's like you're like living in the world of the movie and like how the director envisioned it. And I was like, I was like kind of like, this is me right now. So yeah. uh, I went with the Dark Knight soundtrack. Shout out Hans Zimmer. So Real quick, your, good. when it comes to movies, do you prefer when it's like a soundtrack of like a Guardians of the Galaxy, or do you prefer like a 50, score? 50 split. Yeah, I was gonna say. Depend- I guess it really depends on the movie, right? Like when it comes to the Fast and the Furious, I just need pulsing, uh, pulsing synth. Like you know what I'm talking about. One question for you, bro. Good. Is it dank? Then I'm about it. Fair. No, but soundtrack. It's not a question. I do get what you're saying. Well, there's some movies like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think like Dazed and Confused. That like yeah, it sets you in like the world because it was the was soundtrack was of the time. When yeah, I was going but for. then you get movies like uh, Dunkirk, another Christopher Nolan movie, like the, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, oh, or like Harry Potter. Soundtrack. Like when you're in a fantasy world, you're sure. sure, if I'm not mistaken, is that? I'm not sure. Not sure. Uh, Ken, what's your first pick? Not sure. My first pick. I'm gonna go off because the Robbie Fox interview you had with Oasis, my favorite yes. Oasis song, "She's Electric." Oh, I love "She's Electric" song. It's catchy. I don't know. Oasis is just solid through yeah. and through. I love oh, Oasis, yeah. man. Um, we and you were talking about Oasis last week too. When yeah. We were going through some I'm guitar. I'm they're not more popular in this country. 
I mean, they were the biggest band in the world for a little while, but uh, they were huge. Uh, I mean, when yeah, I when, were you like think, one when you think when you think Brit pop, you think you Oasis. think that you think Oasis. Yeah, but is that really like mainstream American pop? Like, no, back then, I mean, in the well, when Wonderwall came out, yes, he was Wonderwall brother. <laughs> Oh. No, that was 1996, I think. 1995, yeah, 1996. Yeah, that's that old. Eh? Yeah, yeah, so that's why it might have like worn off a little bit because it was 25 years ago. But yeah, yeah I, I was in kindergarten listening to that. That's how. In the You're team. kidding? Holy no, shit! No. I thought that came out like 2005. Why? No. <laughs> 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 so wait, hold on, real quick. So if you're thinking it's 2005, Jets Get Born came out in 2003. Yeah, I knew that. So that album sucks. How, how, what? Like, Eric, when did you think the White Album came out? I <laughs> love that album. That album stinks. But you like Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet's really good. Oh, my God. This is the most trash opinion on this podcast. Wait, you don't, don't like that Jet album? You're the only motherfucker who doesn't like Greta Van Fleet. No, that is you, not Because you think they have some, like, fraudulent claim that they're trying to be Led Zeppelin. I don't have a fraudulent claim. That's uh, a fucking... That's conjecture. And there's while there is auditory evidence, like, I just... I just you. I refuse to believe that they went in there and like, all right, we're gonna sound like Led Zeppelin. Like they wrote those songs because they like to do it. Eric, uh, what's your first pick? Contentious. <laughs> uh, we'll die uh, on the hill. To be continued on the Greta Van Fleet debate. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going away. Uh, my first song is Greta Van Fleet's entire discography. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. My first song is uh, Greta Van Fleet's album. Now nah, I'm playing. My first song is uh, Pale White Horse by the Hollows. Uh, you showed me the Oh Hellos before, but I've never got into them. The album is uh, Dear Wormwood. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Dear Wormwood is the record. Um, yeah, this shit is like some like uh, like some folk like you know as you like wind down into winter mood. Like yeah. and my mind goes to my folk music. Yeah, and this is uh, this is like uh, kind of like uh, swirly like it's like. Not haunting, but it has that like kind of like like impending dread kind of feel to it, and it's like uh, really sweet. Sweet. Uh, I I've been I've been I've been leaning more folk too. Um, I've I've been going. I even said it right for you this time. Not you folk. Do now? I didn't oh, say folk. folk. Yeah, yes, folk. Yes. Um, F O K E. Uh, m- my second pick it doesn't reflect it, but I've been listening to a lot of folk music as well. So I'm, I'm with hear you. It. Um, well, my second pick is actually a random single from like 2010. So this is like middle of like when like the alt explosion happened where yeah. like everything that came on the radio on radio one oh four five like was like popping off. Mm. Uh I picked Headlights by Morning Parade. Okay. Do you remember that song? Yo, kind of. Yo, yeah. I Just like the early morning headlights. Uh to burn. You know that song? Yeah, I yeah. It's an I absolute do. banger. It's a great song. The funny thing is, I fa- I I did research. I literally like you like Googled like what happened yeah. to Morning Parade. That was it, right? They were they signed. Came and went, right? Yeah, they had one song. Uh, it turned into the afternoon, and the parade was. <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh, so what happened was, this is their words. They were signed to Interscope. Whoa! And then that's how that song got so huge. But you right. two needed more money for their new album, so, so they, they cut Morning <laughs> Parade. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So literally, Bono just ruined that dude. I just career. imagine Bono like flipping through a book of like a roster, and he's just like, "This band." 
I don't know. <laughs> That's who how much we need. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Bono, you don't know them or their family. I don't care. We need morning <laughs> parade money, so yeah. get the bug out. But I love, I absolutely love that song. And a lot yeah. of like times, if I'm looking for a certain guitar texture, there's like one thing that they do in that song I really love, and I use that as a reference. And I love how driving it is, and I, I, I it's really well written, re- really well put together song. So, uh, headlights by Morning Parade. Ken, number two. Number two for me. Um, number two, I- my lord. <laughs> I guess I've been in more of a simple, straight-up rock mood, so Word. I was listening to Weezer's Green Album. Nice. The best Weezer album. What's Better. on the Green Album? Um, Hashpipe, Island in the Sun. Yeah. The song yeah, I picked grand. is Simple Pages. Which, oh, I like that song a if lot. If you heard it, it's the same intro that they use in... Uh, Perfect Situation. Yes, it's yeah. totally that, just, yeah. I think, a different... There. Their best album's Ratitude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm Green Album over Blue Album. Uh, I'm Blue okay. Album. I'm a blue album guy. Make believe. Yeah, but mm. okay, so you're wrong. Uh, Eric, what's your <laughs> second? Uh, it's actually uh, Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> what's your second album? Uh, no. Um, so, uh, 1975 has this uh, like instrumental song. It's not instrumental. It's like some words, but it's like this, like it's not even like a fucking song. It's just like this like dreamy like five six minute interlude thing. kind of. Yeah. Uh, it's called. If I'm not mistaken, it's called I Like It When You Sleep For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware. Of That's it. the name of the second album, too. Yeah. Title track from the second record, yeah. It's a mouthful. Yes, it is. What do you like and, about it? Uh, I don't know. Like, I like music like this because you can, like... Have you ever heard of Tycho? Maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're, like, uh, San Francisco. Like, like atmospheric. Yeah, like, I can just be with, like... I'm being with music, but I'm being with my own thoughts at the same time. Right. No, like I understand. There's, there's room to like ruminate. Kind of that immersive thing. Yeah, I think. it's You're almost a, it's almost a meditative it's almost but a meditative like, thing for you. It's just yeah. See, dude, and I don't know if you guys ever think about this, but a lot of times, I like when I'm like we're, when we're making something, I love to think about where it's applicable. Like yeah. there's certain times where like I said when we were making um something's going on, I wanted that to sound like a drunk or I wanted it to feel like you're at a bar. And you're like that tension if you and your girl are like in an argument and a public or like a public forum and there's it's this like tension. Tangible, yeah. It's tangible mm-hmm. and yep. like it's that weird thing where everyone around the couple stops talking and they're like, Ugh, this is tough. Or but, just like avoiding it. But yeah. what I wanted the song to sound like is one person leaves and they're kind of walking with their own thoughts. Like okay, you leave the yeah. bar, it's cold out, and you can see your breath. That's where like the music video starts. That's that was yeah. what my actual like thought process of like if I was gonna shoot a music video yeah, right there on well Front on. Street, yeah, no, yeah. Right, right on Front Street down oh, by nice. the, like L Bar, like walking Baddies. under there. And that's <laughs> that's where my brain went. So I I like that picking. I like I like that thought. So Thank uh, that's what the fuck we were listening to. Before we go into our coronavirus survival guide, I want to shout out our sponsors at High Brew Coffee. Uh, 10% off all online purchases with promo code Foxtrot, and you can get it at Wawa. Of course, as we always say, uh, went to Wawa in Port Richmond the other day, completely sold out. Damn. I'm not making that up. Every time I go, they have less and less. It's almost like they're like a business and people buy them. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> people yeah. want coffee and they provide it. Yeah, they do. They provide it good too. So uh yes. shouts out to Hybrew Coffee. Easily accessible easily accessible display cases. Yeah. In public. Uh all right, so let's go into our coronavirus survival guide today. Uh so oh boy. I, I texted in the group about this because yesterday I was watching the rap radar interview with Drake. And uh it's Drake and Elliot Wilson uh is interviewing him in Drake's giant house. And Drake's in the middle of a conversation, takes a sip of his drink, and looks... No, this is before COVID. And looks off camera 
and goes, can I have another drink, please? And his personal bartender who like lives in his house comes over and hands him another cocktail. And out loud, I literally went, damn, to be Drake. Like, just to be Drake for That's a day. Sick. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the, the topic today is people you would trade lives with. Now, this is not to say I love my life. I would not trade it for anything. But hypothetically, if I could switch spots with another human, yeah. who would I take? And I got three good ones. I want to put this as a caveat, too, that Eric said, I will do this as long as we can include historical figures as well. <laughs> yeah, anyone. And fictional characters. Okay, uh, well, You didn't say fictional characters. Either way, you well, go with your... that just means I'm more creative than you. You go with your <laughs> list. No, I just got real people. Uh, so my first one, I picked Paul Rudd. Sweet. Paul Rudd is a great Unflappable. pick. Unflappable. Unflappable. America's sweetheart has yeah. no controversy, doesn't age. Yeah. Uh, literally just fucking makes great movies. Yeah. No drama. Great looking dude. Mad rich. Yeah. Did you see the thing that came out on Halloween with him and his daughter? No. He got (laughs) pictures trick or treating. I thought you were looking at me. I thought you were looking at me and you're going to go, dude, he just got like canceled yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Bad pick, buddy. What what happened? (laughs) (laughs) I think Genghis Khan. His his daughter (laughs) went trick or treating as the wasp from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, Paul Rudd's daughter goes as the Wasp. Perfect opportunity to be Ant-Man. <laughs> he dressed as Weird Al. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so my first pick was uh, Paul Rudd. Ken, go with your first pick. First pick, Clay Thompson. Hell yeah. Ooh, oh, no pressure. Wet Those jumper. Just yeah. Wet jumper. The con- like, just knowing you can walk around this earth, just like, I have the wettest jumper. Yeah, the wettest the jumper. Can you, is it possible to say, like, he's the most underrated guy in the top ten? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is he that, gets left that, like, out of the top ten sometimes. Is that possible to say and fair? I think it's fair also because... He's a great defensive player. How many teams, if he was added to their roster, win a Would championship? Would be the first... Yeah, there there will be a point in time where he becomes Danny Green, where he becomes the guy who will go from team to team and just be a sharpshooter for like eight years in the league. How many teams does he go to? How many teams doesn't he go to? And he's and he's Well, if I'm him, I'll bring him to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I Ken is Clay Thompson, he's coming here. Is he our best player if he comes here? No. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's our yeah. best player. Still Joe, but yeah. Clay Thompson's my pitch. Just so I, I like that pitch that because he has no pressure because he is the second fiddle. To, like he's not the figurehead of the team, yeah. but he gets paid in max contract. He's the wettest jumper on earth. Yeah. And by the way, the greatest pencil-thin goatee of all time. That's yeah, true. Yes. Great facial hair. Yo, have you ever seen the uh, the meme? It's it's Patrick Starr from SpongeBob, but it's it's Clay Thompson's face and like his hair and his goatee. I like just like, seen this. It, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Uh, e, go with your first pick. Give me Paige. Okay. The guitar Explain. player from Led Zeppelin. You ever heard of him? Who's Led <laughs> yes. Zeppelin? He is the coolest motherfucker. Lead Zeppelin? He fucking... So, like, since Halloween season's coming around, I've been listening to this podcast called Lure. No free ads. Delete that. Um, it's about, like, a cult shit, kind of. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, a cult, like, uh, you know, like, murders. Like, all this, like, type of bullshit. I've been getting really into that. And Jimmy Page, actually, turns out, like, those, like, like my... Yeah, I got tattooed, like, these symbols are kind of... These are actually like a cult. Speaking of the money, <laughs> these are actually like a cult lore symbols, right? Um, so he was like all into that shit, which I'm like fascinated by. So you want to join a cult? Sick fucking. Well, if I disappear, uh, I'm not dead. I started a cult. I can sleep good. Make more money as a leader. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would um, you invite us to the cult? China? I mean, trying to cult it up. Well, yeah. if you got some paper, like Jesus sanctuary, bro. Yeah. But um, now nah, like sick fucking guitar player like Led Zeppelin invented like the rock and roll lifestyle, like just like probably living in the seventies is probably like fucking sick. 
So give me Jimmy Page. There you go. All right. So my second pick. I was thinking more on the creative side. Like if I could have somebody's like creative life mm-hmm. and the freedom that they have, but also just have a fucking badass life in general. I went with Donald Glover. Ooh, nice. Cool. I went with Childish Gambino, Don- Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. So a writer, movie star, director, musician. Funny. Funny comedian, stand-up comedian. So five tool player. Man. Five tool player, legitimately a five tool player. Also, five very very low yeah. key, super lovable. Uh, swag for fucking days. Guy's oh, yeah. a great dresser. Love the way the guy dresses. Probably great yeah. tipper. Great tipper, most likely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I just love everything he makes, and I've been a fan of. I've yeah. been a fan of Donald Glover since like- 2006. We were. I was 14, <laughs> and he used to put out these YouTube videos called Derek Comedy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I remember those. And like, I used to watch these videos every goddamn day. I thought they were fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then one day. I, a YouTube video pops up. I'm a freshman in college at this point, and it was Freaks and Geeks by Childish Gambino. And I was like, is that the fucking dude from Derek Comedy rapping like that? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes to community. Then he goes from community to stand-up. Community then he stand-up. goes, uh, and then he, he writes for fucking uh, 30 Rock. Yeah, he's just... He's just... His story is awesome how he came up just from YouTube. 100%. Uh-huh. Left YouTube. He worked awesome his ass man. off, dude. Well, he, I don't know that to be it, but it, his his come up was not a short term thing. Yeah, yeah. He was a long term guy, and now he's probably one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's probably one of the biggest stars in the world. So. Something cool about him that I'd like to add is that I feel at this point, I don't know when this happened, but he definitely crossed the threshold of like he chooses the shit that he's in, like, and it's always tasteful. Yes. Right. Like uh, the Martian. You ever see that yep. shit? He's oh yeah, he's, a, he's the, he's like the scientist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he figures out how to. Yeah, that like, was sweet. I actually role. love that part. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of you always wonder with actors, especially when they get to that threshold of like, oh, I don't see them that much anymore right. because they have the luxury of the choosers, picking and choosing yeah. what they want to do. So yeah. another cool thing about him, he is the reason why Miles Morales. This is a sp- uh, Marvel thing, like a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. The Miles reason Morales. why Miles Morales picked up so much steam, I didn't know this till recently. There was an animated Spider-Man, like probably like eight years ago. Mm. He voiced Miles Morales. Oh no! Way. And so that pushed Miles Morales to the forefront, which got the the movie made. Spider Verse. Spider Verse. Yeah. But there's a little Easter egg in Spider-Man: Far From Home. He's in Spider-Man: Far From Home for a very short period of time. Oh, nice. And uh, he is a low-level criminal. Yeah. Who, if you've seen it, the Spider Verse is Miles Morales' uncle, and in the movie, who is a criminal called the Prowler. He was in in the comics, but they don't tell you that when it's going on. Yeah, you have to put the context clues together. But he yeah. basically says, "Spider Man, like, yo, we got to keep those fucking weapons out of this neighborhood. I got I got a nephew that lives around here." And so nice. later on down the line, when Miles Morales comes into the MCU, yeah, Donald Glover could come back in as the Prowler, which is yeah. pretty fucking sweet. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I picked Donald Glover. Ken, my second one, I kind of went also in the creative realm, just to kind of see how his brain worked and also be super rich. Rick Rubin. Oh, that's a really good pick. Because you got to be horrendously ugly, though. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Looks well fed. Yeah, fact. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. He's also got like the coolest, like straight bald up top, but just mad hair all the way down. And to, just like, his constantly fucking... looks relaxed. Yeah, like he's always like sitting on a pillow. Just, he, like, he's he lives in a place called scaling. Shangri-La. You think he's fucking Shangri-La? relaxed? What yeah. What does that mean? Shangri-La, bro. Rick Rubin's house. <laughs> Dinkum Flicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dinkum Flicker. Going Mach 5. Fleece it out. You know. But, I mean, you think about all the people he's worked with and the different genres he's yep. yeah, strokes, bounced right. from. Dude. Uh, all right. So let's run down the things that I know he's... Because 
I didn't know he did Wallflowers by Tom Petty. Yeah, I knew he worked with Tom Petty, but I didn't, didn't know, know that. Did I didn't know that until recently. So, like, you don't know how it feels, that whole record with, like, yeah. You Wreck Me. Didn't know that was Rick Rubin. But yeah, he did that. Eminem. Adele, I think. Uh, Kanye. Kanye. Uh, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. He's done everywhere. Beastie Boys. Beastie is, Boys he found, he came he, up. Yeah, and he founded, know, he yeah. founded Def Jam Records. Oh, damn. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, he, he did all of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I, he, strokes? Was it? I think he did the new Strokes. Did he? Is that what he's it was? worked? No, 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 because weren't they saying they were gonna, but then they didn't? Is that he's worked is? with everybody. Yeah, I think he did Slayer too. He's done. Yeah, he's done System of a Down. Yeah, he did System of a Down. I knew that. Dude's just a mastermind. Just like what is in his head that makes him be able to click be so, every day. Yeah. yeah. And like him and Pharrell, I feel like are those two dudes that always yeah. like uh, they 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 are on a different wavelength than the rest of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just above us. They're just uh, Rick in Rubin's more wavelengths than us. Yeah, Rick Rubin's definitely just on acid a lot. But uh, probably uh, that's an amazing pick. I like that pick a lot. Yeah. Thank e, you. second pick. John Mayer. Ooh, Ooh, I was gonna. I have John Mayer on my honorable mention list. Bro, Great pick. Sick fucking guitar player, best guitar player of our generation, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, Sterling record with women. <laughs> Sterling. That guy's got numbers. Yeah. He puts numbers on the board. Dude's just like. And he's and he's like the definition of like whatever like you think about like the douchey mayor like if that's like your preeminent thought about he John grew Mayer, up like I feel sorry for you yeah. first of all Sec- like he just like he just has this vibe of like just like that pre like he's like the preeminent like cool bachelor I was gonna like, say definition yeah, of cool through, yeah exactly like going through like just being rich as fuck you know playing what guitar like dude has like dude think about all the fucking gear this dude must oh have. it's unbelievable like, you ever seen his rig rundown. No, but I'm watch, watch that. that on the way home. There's another thing. But there's, there's, <laughs> a thing about him. there's a thing about him that I really admire. He has an amazing like eye for detail. Like I've watched videos about his style and like yeah, he's not, crazy. Like, like not crazy, but no, no, he has an ma- impeccable style. But yeah, he's also a collector of a lot yeah, of different things. So much. He is a huge watch collector, and yeah. I love watches. Yeah. So like I I I watched those. I watched those watch <laughs> videos, but like he knows every detail watch. about it. And then I watch his rig rundown. He knows every single detail about his guitars. Yeah. I am not a detail person. I don't give a shit. I'm like, that's nice. I like that. Like yeah. I, you know, but like I respect that about him, and I wish I had that quality from time to time. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a great pick. I was gonna pick that, but I left him off the list. That is good. Yeah. Thank you for leaving that open for me. Uh, my third one, and it's funny because this guy is kind of the sports equivalent to John Mayer in my eyes. Can I guess? Yeah. Just tell me. Derek Jeter. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Here's yeah. my rationale. Uh, you know, one of the greatest athletes of our time. Yeah. Champion, king of New York, uh, super successful. Once again, he is like the gentleman's bachelor. Like he's like he like he. What? Yeah. No. Good. What were you gonna say? I was like, isn't he like unaware of like his legacy or something? Like, isn't there something weird about how he? He just. just like- he just has a sterling record. He got out of the most tainted era in baseball, completely yeah. untainted. But here's the reason why I picked him. He's already lived that part of his life with the pressure. Yeah. Pressure's all forever now. He's already cemented himself as an all-time legend and an all-time gentleman of the game. Yeah. That is why I picked Derek Jeter. It's like he's already achieved everything. Now he just gets to like max and relax. Yeah, and I do love yeah, now he, now he just runs the Marlins, so he's under he's the, the next. He's the one to do it, right? Like, yeah, I mean. Like him fucking pull that shit out of the doldrums. So uh, my three are Paul Rudd, Donald Glover, and Derek Jeter. Round it off. Ken? Okay, for this last one, I got a little bit more vague because I didn't want to name one in particular. Vin Diesel? Because... <laughs> Diesel. That, that actually would have been a good pick. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna pick Vin Diesel. <laughs> who's your who's your three? So Vin Diesel. I'll do Vin Diesel. Okay. Well, who was it gonna be? <laughs> it was yeah. just gonna be 
any king from back in the day just because I would like to see oh, what yeah. it was like to but I didn't want to pick like a particular king. But you have to like poop in a bucket yeah, under your I want to see if I can make it a day. Yeah, but someone wiped your ass. That's luxurious. I don't like yeah. that. I don't want anybody to touch my butt but after then, I've like, done my if business. You were a fucking king back in the day, you <laughs> son. And then like you get to eat those feasts. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get the turkey leg dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets that mutton chop. Oh, yeah. But I think Vin Diesel's more fun. So I'll go He's a king in today's age. Vin Diesel is reincarnation of so like so you the, had the same thing. My <laughs> list is D- Paul Rudd, Donald Glover, and Derek Jeter. His is Rick, Rick Rubin, Clay Thompson, and, and a King slash Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for your King Diesel. King Diesel. <laughs> Yo, go go for your last one. Van Helsing. <laughs> Yo. Wait, so Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's handsome as fuck. I would definitely take that incarnation. He's the Wolverine. Yeah. So like, dude, Van Helsing. Think about this. Like, you look like a Van. Thank you you look like you slay dragons or some. That's some fucked up. Is that a bad joke? <laughs> 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 you look oh, like damn it! I just put that out there. You look like a Helsing, bro. So <laughs> yeah. No, but so like Van Helsing, bro. Uh, I'm I I'm a big. I have this thing where like I think that like Earth is boring now because there's nothing left. Like we like the ocean. Like we know every fucking. The frontiers thing. have been covered. Frontiers have been covered. Yeah. So like. So we're in the, the most t- boring era because we're not onto it. the next great thing, which is probably space. Yeah. Like there's Vampires. no more land. Like Papua New Guinea is the only shit we don't fucking know about. Right. Is that the one with the Aboriginal tribes that kill people when they come there? There's an I don't island. Know if they kill motherfuckers, but like. No, there's an island. Have you heard about this? The island where th- Australia? No, <laughs> all of Australia. No, there's an island, and I, I'm not exactly sure where it is, but like it's still inhabited. Well, super remote, right? Like it's they, super remote, and yeah. when when people try to to come on land, they get murdered. Like it's like it's still tribal. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, well, Papua it, New Guinea is like that. Like they, if they see the an airplane, so if deep. they see an airplane, like they think it's a god. No like, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But wow. they just got bazookas. Like, well, if like a, <laughs> yeah. a gun crate mistakenly dropped there, so they yeah. just like. Have an atomic bomb like, <laughs> the only the only thing that they've come to like they just have Dracos they got they got K's <laughs> but yeah Van Helsing so like t- like we're rewinding back into an era of like like I was mentioning that lore podcast earlier like how I'm all into that type of shit now like you got the whole like vampire thing going on like it's like church history which like you know even though it's like you know pretty like stained and like bloody and like fucked up like i think that's just fascinating yeah um unexplored worlds unexplored lands right like just that whole like mysticism involved in that yeah, yeah. And this that. motherfucker was like going from village to village like searching that shit like this motherfucker was a rock star like this dude <laughs> this, this dude was fucking shit up before like for my next can i just say something to you though like we what went it- from god he probably just killed people. Like, they weren't all vampires, dude. Like, yeah, but they were a fucking threat. Like he's like, oh, it's a vampire. He's like, my name's Joe. He's like, die, motherfucker. Yo, everyone agreed, dog. Everyone agreed. He wasn't just single motherfuckers out. He got. Did they do like tests? Like what? What was the, what was the test? Thank you. Man. This motherfucker has an iron deficiency, Joe so he's pale. <laughs> this guy, this guy sleeps at night because he works during the day, and he's awake at night because he fucking uh, sleeps during the day, works at night, and they're like vampire. He's not awake yeah. during the day. Fucking Joe, garlic. Joe like, chill, yo. He just unloads the truck at Pathmark. Yeah, relax, like, dude. He slept with my wife. He can kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a mercenary. Uh, like, oh, there's but nobody. This motherfucker yeah. killed Dracula. Killed him. Is Dracula real? Not anymore. Thanks to Mr. Helsing. You ever heard of <laughs> Mr. Van? Yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Helsing. <laughs> Mr. Helsing is my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call me Van. He's got fucking flip top shades. He's just like out here. Yeah. 
I was uh, some nerds. I was ready to slay some drags, <laughs> <laughs> slay some vamps. I was, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, he didn't slay dragons, did he? I'm just making no, that up. No, that's King Arthur. <laughs> oh my bad. Yeah, that's yeah. No I'm, getting my myth- I'm getting my mythology mixed Stupid. up. Yeah, let me correct that, please. So I was Jimmy Page, John Mayer, Van Helsing. If you were following along, uh, mine was Paul Rudd, Donald Glover, and Derek Jeter. If we combine all three of the people we want to be, who has the coolest person? Me. I think I do. Rick Rubin shooting threes with Vin Diesel's body and muscle cars. <laughs> Mine's kind of boring. Mine would just be a really likable guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yours would be the most popular. Now, hold on. Was there any... There was there was one that I was considering and then realized, like... Re- Ellen DeGeneres has a pretty cool fucking life up until recently. Damn, I didn't even think about... Like, she that she was, like, the most beloved human being on Earth. She just, like, kicked it. Like, she no made more? everybody... She got in trouble. You don't remember that? Nah, I don't fucking. She see. had she had like a big scandal about how like he treats her workers like shit, shit and like oh, the, yeah, and like yeah. made people like, yeah. But she's like, she just made people's lives better all the time, like that. But yeah, the, easy smoke screen. The other one I would have picked, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh fuck yeah, that yeah. would have been a dope. Dude, that, that would be the only person top back three, in time. Top three, like American man. Yeah, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, same type of dude. Yeah, hell yeah. You gotta you drink yourself to death though. <laughs> Right. Yeah, whatever. Bet. <laughs> Ken's like, I'm halfway there, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, here's another good modern one. Adam Sandler. Nah. Adam Sandler would be a good one. He just works with all of his friends, makes mad money, dresses like a homeless person. All his, all his movies now, he just goes on vacation. With his, yeah, like literally oh, they're all remote. Nice. You've nah, made, you made some <laughs> of the most lovable movies of all time. He has a loving family. I'd be Seth Ergen in the same scenario. Oh, because he smokes a lot of weed? <laughs> Yeah, Taco Bell on tap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, Eric, you can either go to this beautiful country resort or and smoke weed in Canada. Smoke nah, bro, weed in Canada. Be as a Taco Bell on Skyrim. Like, uh, Ken, you got any uh, extras? Any athlete? Any more athletes we're missing here? I think Michael Jordan be a good one. Yeah, yeah, but that's an intense life. Yeah, you have to have a constant. It's kind of like Van Helsing. You have to have a comrade reading the lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, that's the way we'll end. Ken. Oh fuck yeah, dude. yeah. Bring so, it out. So All Ken right. is Ooh. Ken Ken Vadati has five free dollars on FanDuel. Yeah, it's FanDuel. By the way, don't use FanDuel. Use the Barstool uh, Sportsbook app if you're. Yeah. In We're PA. only using it because they gave me the money. Fuck FanDuel. Fuck FanDuel. Fuck DraftKings. Go with the Barstool Sportsbook. FanDuel has app. more of my money than any bank <laughs> at one at, at any given time. Eric's in, my in life. tremendous debt. Um, <laughs> no, it's gone. It's all no right. Debt. So Ken, Ken, <laughs> explain. There's no. All right, so we're gonna do a same game parlay on the Monday night game tonight. Um, let's read some some props props here and see. So Tampa Bay's gonna win, right? So yes. Bay's What's the line on that? 10, 11? 11 and twelve a and a half. Jesus, what are they take the points or try to stick the money line? We're gonna do a bunch. So, oh, you're gonna space the dollar, the five dollars. I was gonna out. put five dollars on the same game parlay. <laughs> We're gonna big money. <laughs> Wait. All right, so so it's like a same game parlay. So you can yeah, do that's like, only two things though, isn't it? Isn't no, it? you can do more than that. You can do like eight if you wanna on the same. Oh game. fuck, yeah. you can do that, bro. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're gonna do. All right, so I would say take the points and the win for Tampa Bay. What's the points? Twelve and a half. Oh, that's just that's the spread. Yeah, the, so points, the points is the over under. When you say the points. Oh yeah. Sorry. Okay, so what what's right? the over under? Forty six and a half. I don't know. if I go under. Over. I would not touch that. I'm not gonna touch it. Okay, don't touch it. It's t- it's cold. It's windy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the, like it could either be like it's gonna be like forty two twenty one or like twenty eight nine. I just don't see them putting up points on that defense. So all right. Yeah, so what yeah, are some more ones? Yeah. So do we want to do a Touchdown score. Who do we think is going to score? Gronk. Gronk. Uh, Mike Evans is due. Is he playing? I thought he was COVID. Mike Evans is COVID. 
I think. What? I haven't checked that up lineup. real quick while we're going through this. Yeah. Is it well if the line's there, he's obviously playing. They have him in here. Yeah. Oh shit. We got rid of the background. <laughs> Whatever, this is important. Okay. <laughs> no one's listening anymore anyway. Just kidding. <laughs> um so Mike Evans is minus one ten. Damn. Take Mike <laughs> What's Evans. Gronk? Plus one sixty. Who is the be- who what's um Chris Godwin's out? Godwin's not playing. Antonio Brown is, is Antonio Brown. No, playing? he's not playing. Oh my God, go Mike Evans. I would go Gronk. I mean, that's just a better value. Like you're essentially picking someone to score a touch. There's no real way to tell that. Like you, you're just basically you're basically picking out of a hat minus one ten or plus one sixty. I would. I go Gronk. It's fine. I don't care. Plus one sixty. Okay. You, you get the logic. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And plus Gronk's a good resident target. So there's any. Yeah. yeah you get yeah, a lot yeah. of resident. He's touches. been coming on the last couple of weeks too. Um. Oh, what else do we want to get? You want to get the Tom Brady passing yards? Tom Brady passing touchdowns over one and a half. Over. Tom Brady gets hurt on the first play. <laughs> Tom Brady dies on the field. Oh, I don't. I Tom don't Brady passing yards over two sixty one and a half. See with the wind. I, don't I, know wouldn't, if I touch touch that. That. wouldn't touch that one. Damn, they got. All right, so so far you have Gronk to score. Gronk to score. Okay, so what what else is another prop? I'm looking. Do they have like Daniel Jones like touchdowns or anything like that? You trying to touch? They do have Daniel Jones over or under one and a half touchdowns. Don't touch it. I don't touch that either. I won't fuck around with that. By the way, on camera, if this hits, we split it. No. Yes. Well. Well. I will. If you're feeling generous, I won't. I certainly won't refuse. Just looking at Jimmy, looking up at the words. I'm just they they have like the Fournette over and under and the rushy, but that seemed that must have gotten taken. Oh wait, singing for like sorry, I wasn't popular. <laughs> All our bets are still good though. Yeah. Um they have Leonard Fournette rushing over forty one and a half, under forty one and a half. Is Ronald Jones playing? Let's see what his is. Over sixty two and a half. Uh I would take that. Over. I would take that too. I would take that. Let's pick one more. I would take both of those because, like, yo, the way I see it. You think two running backs are going to go over 40 yards? Well, think about it this way. Like, the Bucks could, could, if the Bucks get you gotta out. You got to bet on one of them. If the Bucks get out to a lead, which we all think is going to happen. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. You think Gronk, Gronk over 46 and a half yards? I wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't I wouldn't put so many yardage spots on, on that ticket, but I like that. Mike Evans over 55 and a half? <sighs> see, it's these, so the, tough These are him. all appealing, but, like, I, I, I just – I hesitate to put yardage like specific. Yardage player, sucks. Yardage, yeah. yeah. Um, let's pick one more. And we had out. How many you got on there now? We have Three. four. Oh, the two running back overs. No, got? I didn't put this. What do I got? I mean, we got I, we got three. We got Tampa Bay money line, Gronk touchdown, four. Ronald Jones over sixty two and a half. Okay. What's that like? Plus three hundred or something? Plus four thirty one. Okay. Cool, All right. Cool. Let's pick one. Pick one more. Yeah. One more song. Swear to God, this Get, one. Yeah. This what is on the box today. Uh, Bruce Arians touchdowns. <laughs> Bruce Arians ounces of sweat lost. Ounces of paint drank. Over under <laughs> nineteen and a half. I don't want to do like any Giants props, like players. Yeah, the Giants are. There's no need there. I would do Golden Tate touchdown. Okay. His yardage is over 29 and a half. Ooh. I would take that. Ooh, hold on. Sterling Shepard's back now. 
Yeah, but what's, go, what's, Golden, what is Golden, that, like, go, minus one ten or something. Golden Tate is his is his minus like, one hundred five. Golden Tate is safety blanket. That's not worth value. It's bad radio, guys. It's not bad radio. It's gotta make a pick here. Uh, Let's just leave it at three. I would do the Leonard Fournette over. All right, do the Leonard Fournette over. You got it. You down? That is. Yeah, this is free money. They just gave me this. Boom. There we go. <laughs> All right, so that's the bet. We'll let you know how it goes uh, next episode. Uh, Plus eight thirteen. There Fuck we yeah, go. Man. That's a good bet, dude. Honestly, I think we're I think we're gonna be good on that. But all right, so yeah, follow follow back up with us and see how we did money wise. We'll post uh, that. Yeah, we'll post that. Um, all right, guys. Not. Anything anything else? Go vote. Uh, go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Uh, yeah. So hopefully this is all over tomorrow. Uh, if you're in line, listen to this. I hope this helped you get through your fucking wait in line to go vote. So yeah. Uh, and if you're not, then uh, you're a piece of shit because you didn't do it, and uh, you get <laughs> and what we you stand get by that, and you get what you get. Peace all right, uh, fuck you guys. We love you.